0: Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher.
1: Oh, welcome back for a second episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Monkton Wildcats. As always, I'm your host Adam, and I am joined by your favorite co-hoster, Mr. Jeremy Boucher, and as well, we are joined by a very special guest, which I kind of teased on one of the lives. Uh, we don't get a lot of time to do this, so uh, we we decided to speak to Mr. Mueller and uh, get his thoughts on you know sending his. His, uh, his, um, his son across the pond, Pond. that's across, a, the, yeah, pond? <laughs> across <laughs> the pond and just what it's like to, to be over here and, um, welcome in. Thanks, Thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: No worries. Uh, so I guess obviously, um, you know, miles is playing here. Just kind of, how did that come about? Was Monkton in, in touch with you? Did you kind of know Monkton or even the queue was, well,
2: was, I was interesting? Did, no, it came by. It was quite a surprise. Like, uh, it was, um, 2020. Well, it was just after the, they had like this get together with the under sixteen national team mm-hmm. they had a tournament and shortly after uh we were contacted by a Mausles agent who um said that there are some teams that are interested in the queue Moncton was not the only one there were cup there were like two or three teams that were interested and uh so that's how it went and then uh he got drafted in the in the Canadian draft mm-hmm. since he's double citizen mm-hmm. and that's how how it happened so it was a uh, it was a surprise for us. And what was nice is because his mother is from New Brunswick. So right. it was kind of like a coincidence yeah. that yeah. basically, as a part New Brunswicker, he mm-hmm. comes here mm-hmm. to New Brunswick. And it's also not too far from his grandparents. And so, so it's right. kind of worked out really, really well.
0: I guess, as parents, like, did you know of that
2: loophole? opportunity
0: or loophole that allowed Miles to, to be drafted into the well, queue?
2: Actually, I knew. I knew about it because. Um, it was not very long before it was Théo Rochette. He yes. was the first yeah. one who, um, mm-hmm. who who was able to come, who never played here in Canada. Yeah, And I think it was his dad who actually fought for it, that, uh, that his son as a Canadian citizen mm-hmm. can play in the queue without having played here before in, in, other, in another league. So basically, Mars, I think, was the third player. There was uh, Patenot from uh, the, the goalie from uh, Saint John. Oh yes, no, no, it yeah. no, was no, the yeah. second one, Noah, yeah. and, okay. and then it, it was Mars. Mm-hmm. Interesting, yeah. 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 So now there's also a, oh, well, there's also Depont from, yes. uh, who was yeah. to say who, who used the same loophole. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the pioneer was Theo Rochette.
1: There you go. Interesting. Good to know.
0: Hmm.
1: I wouldn't have. I kind of didn't know that Theo Rochette was.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I remember there was a kind of a controversy. Uh, I remember that draft because they said. Uh, like the night before the draft, they said that there could be a surprise first rounder and and people, it was, okay, well, what do you mean first rounder? I forget where he went, eighth or something. I, I can't remember where it was, but um, I just remember them saying, you know, he could. He, he's a player that could step into the top three and he's like, who is this guy? Like nobody's heard, <laughs> yeah. he was, he's not on the rankings yeah. list. He was on like those other players available list, yeah. right? And you're like, okay, well, how does he suddenly go from, you know, other players available to being a first round pick. So it, the whole, the miles thing was, was a surprise to me too. Cause yeah. I didn't, uh,
1: I didn't know about the loophole, but you know, that's a pretty neat story. It is one of those, like a lot of people are like, how do we have three euros? How yeah. does Monkey <laughs> get away with yes. three euros? And I had one of the questions from uh, Lucas Holton, who's a podcaster in, in Cape Bret or in uh, Charlottetown. He's like, okay, who, which one of these guys has dual <laughs> citizenship? And I'm like, well, technically both of them do. Like, mm-hmm. Teibel true. is Austria, Austria and Swiss, and, Swiss yeah. and Miles is Swiss in Canada, and that's kind of a loophole. So I feel like we're going to see that maybe a little bit more, but it's, it's an odd situation. Like, I guess, how did you meet Sandra? Like, was she over there? <laughs> she did, was over there. Or? Yeah, she yeah, was over was, there?
2: Like, she came uh, in 1996. Mm-hmm. She came to Switzerland. She was a dental hygienist. And you have to know in the 90s, uh, all the dental hygienists in Switzerland were Canadian or some <laughs> Americans. Right. Mm. The profession was, very, was not very known yet there. So she came there for a whole... She said she goes she comes here for a year. She's going to travel. She did travel every weekend, oh. going to Prague, to Vienna, to Rome. Yeah, she, it's, they, yeah. yeah so everything's yeah. so close, you know. Yeah. And so she was like, okay, i stay there for one year and then I leave. And that was her plan. Mm-hmm. So I met her at the gym. And so there the story goes. She mm-hmm. stayed. Yeah. So now it's like <laughs> since 1996, basically. Yeah, uh, you know, she's in Switzerland, and that's where we met at a gym in, in in my hometown. And yeah, that's how it how it all worked out.
1: I want to say I'm shocked you met her at a gym
2: because <laughs> <laughs> you know well, yeah. she's uh, she's quite the powerlifter. So she is. Yeah, she's uh, she just uh, became European champion in the, uh, wow. uh, weightlifting for the 50 year old. Category wow. of the fifty-year-old oh, women, like sixty-two. Kilo. We didn't say that, Sandra. We did not give away your age. Just <laughs> no. want you to know that that was not us. <laughs> that was me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so I was kind of talking to you, like you were, yeah. you know, gracious enough to give Jeremy and I some tickets, and my wife and I some tickets to sit with the Swiss fans, which was a pretty cool experience in itself. But we were kind of talking about junior hockey and the level over there and the level over here. So, um, you know, Depont, Patino, Miles—do they play together growing up in in the same kind of you know, Swiss League, kind of like the Canadian kids do, where you're, when yeah. you're in Hockey Canada, you're kind of Hockey Canada's next yes. group, or do they, like, do they know each other from over they, there a lot?
2: They they know each other. Okay. like uh, Like, Patino, actually, Noah was in the same club like Miles. Okay. They both, they, Patino is a year or two older, so they didn't, they never really played together in the same uh, right. age group, but uh, Pat, Noah was in the same, from the same club. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, they, they know each other. They know each other. in Switzerland is small, so basically all the players know each other. You know, you always uh play one or the other, so yeah. That's like uh they basically know each other.
0: Hmm. I, re- I, t- I came so unprepared <laughs> for this interview, you know. I don't <laughs> everybody knows sh- I usually have my computer yeah. in front of me, but you know when it's uh what Saturday afternoon and <laughs> Saturday afternoon <laughs> you get called to the studio. Yeah. You get called to uh, the studio. You're, I'll be w- waiting on my overtime pay there for uh for next week, Adam. <laughs> uh, well, you you have
1: well, I wrecked your dry January, and I that's made you right, do overtime. That's, that's so, okay. that's um, okay. so how long have you been here?
2: I I arrived here on uh, December seventeenth. Okay, and so I stayed exactly I stayed exactly a month. So, because I wanted to see them the, I was hoping that Miles plays in the juniors, so mm-hmm. I wanted mm-hmm. to go see the pre-tournament uh, games. I wanted to see the juniors, and of course, I wanted to see him also play with, uh, with yeah. the Wildcats. Yeah. So that's it. I did the same thing last year um his mother she comes she came in october to see cause she stayed here for like three weeks in mm-hmm. october so when i come here in in december and it's because also we have a maz has also two younger sisters right so uh we, we have to set, like kind of like split mm-hmm. the time we come yeah.
1: so how hard is that to send your your son over across the pond to another country and to follow his hockey dream i mean i yeah. you know i have a 18 year old and i don't know if i could let her go at 15 to the States to play NCAA yeah. or even, you know, to Prague to play in yeah. the junior league. Like how difficult of a decision is that? And, you know, between the family, because it can't be easy to send him away and only see him three, yeah. three weeks at a time or a month at a time.
2: That's the thing. Okay. He comes back in, uh, in the summer. Like he spends, uh, from May, mid May on about mm-hmm. mid May till, uh, August he's in Switzerland. So, so it's not the whole year, but it's true. It's like he, he left when he was a uh, 15 and a half years old. Uh, when he was drafted, he came here. Then COVID came; there was no camp, yeah. so he he went to RNS, uh, to the school, and that was a. He was really young, but I have to say, you know, with um, all the technology we have, with the Zoom and Teams and, yeah. and all that, yeah, yeah. we were regularly in contact. Bas- basically, like every week, we had like a one-hour, two-hour call. We were chatting together, so we were still quite close. And um, and he. I would say he enjoyed it from the beginning like he liked the school he liked this atmosphere mm-hmm. um it, already in rns he mm-hmm. he liked that and so so that made it very like made it easier for us because he was happy like we have the feeling he was happy and mm-hmm. he is yeah. he's still mm-hmm. happier mm-hmm. like uh, and he enjoys it you know so that makes it as a for a parent yeah, yeah much yeah, easier yeah. you know if you feel that your, son, your kids are like they're happy.
1: Yeah.
0: How did that opportunity come up? Like was was the whole was RNS already in the plans for Miles or was that more you get drafted and the Wildcats gave the opportunity kind of thing? No, or? that was
2: also a bit of coincidence. It's like um you know, we spent when Miles was uh, 6 years old, it was the first time I went with him to Canada for training camp so the first at six years at old six years old yeah. oh, <laughs> so, so <laughs> we, we put we, some pressure on him yeah <laughs> <laughs> so no but it's true he was six years old we went to quebec uh for for a week just to try out and then mm. uh he liked it there and we thought it was good so we went again into quebec for two weeks the year after then we met an american couple who had kids who said like you know the best training camps are in uh on pi and my wife and i we love pi so we see we went there so he went every year he went to andrews hockey school on prince edward island okay and so he did also some showcases there and so he was contacted by different schools you know who went to the showcase and Mm -hmm. one of them was rns and he was actually the same coach who was still there who saw him like three years or so before uh, in charlottetown and he wrote us regularly uh, emails, and then he wrote us, like, you know, again there. And we were like, he, we didn't even know that, uh, we were not even sure if he had drafted or not. And we were like, okay, that's an, it's, it's, why not, you know, why mm-hmm. not going a year or so, have this experience if you would like. So we we did already deal with uh, RNS, and then he got drafted, and then the, it was like, and then we found out that the coach
0: is mountain's new brunswick well, scout
2: that, that's the thing yeah was, that was a coincidence yeah, that yeah, was not yeah. even a so yeah. it really worked out well yeah, <laughs> and uh, since there was no training camp he, he played in rns and then mm-hmm. when there was some injuries they called him up and and yeah so that's how the story goes but it was a coincidence that we mm-hmm. chose rns there were like a couple other schools that i was looking at and we decided for rns and then yeah it was the good position we did I
0: mean, close and convenient yes. right for in yep, terms of a absolutely. call up i mean it's yep. you're only an hour away oh and, absolutely
1: yeah so, no which is funny because when he was drafted in like the 10th round there you're like i don't know if we'll ever see him and then when he got into one game you're like this might be his one game who knows and <laughs> yeah i I've
0: ever never <laughs> saying yeah that. yeah
1: like it was nothing against him we just had no you know yeah, viewing was, on him yeah. right like mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's a situation now. He's got himself in a in a good bottom six role, PK role. He's excelling in at World Juniors. Um, it's just, I just uh, lost my train of thought. I feel like you like on a Saturday. I'm like, I'm unprepared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the level of junior hockey over there compared to yeah. to here? Like, is it is is there club leagues like this, or is it like uh, the U16 programs and stuff like that?
2: Yes, you have like the you have u13 u15 u17 and u20 Mm. so and you saw a little bit like um at the juniors the level is not bad it's really quite high but you have to say like you know there's not as much depth you know like every team um there's uh i think there's 14 teams in the in the highest level u20 yeah and every team has, I'm sure, about five to seven re- really, good players. Mm-hmm. But there's all there's you cannot compare like to the junior major league here, where it's like every player in this team could be like a top player in Switzerland. And, and in Swiss teams, there's probably five per team, or maybe seven with the goalie. You know, we mm-hmm. would say like they're really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. And so that's that that's, that makes really the difference. So the the, the big difference is. I think for the for a, for if a player comes here, you have the you have to the constant um, competition. If you're a one of the st- strong players in Switzerland, you basically have no competition. You know, right. like like uh like you could go out on Friday night uh, a party and you still play on Saturday because you're like the guy they wow. need. Yeah, okay. yeah, uh, yeah, here you're out. Yeah, you know yeah. you have always that competition at that. that and, and I, I think that's what makes you also stronger and that's something that uh hel- I think helped miles a lot in his development you know to have this competition to constantly having to face also adversity like you know you mm-hmm. still always mm-hmm. have to fight for your spot and that you don't really have in Switzerland if once you're good you have your name and you're you're there but depth is not as big as here
1: because there if you're good you go to you can be poached by I guess Sweden Junior pro teams and stuff like that yes, right like- there's
2: some like if the Swiss, the really strong Swiss players, I would say they go, um, they go either to Canada, North America. Some go to the U.S., and some go to a lot of, more and more go to Sweden because mm-hmm. they have a very good program for for juniors, very right. good program. So that's that's basically the places to go. It's like Sweden or North America. Yeah.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about you. I mean, enough yeah. about Miles, right? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, we've got we've got the hat here um sc lease uh you are the club president right um so what's i guess tell us about your 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 roles and responsibilities of uh what's the day in the life of uh, mr Mueller?
2: (laughs) so you know uh, like maybe first quick to the swiss uh hockey like we have um we have two professional leagues there's one is the national league and then there's the swiss league the uh the national league has 14 teams is probably after the nhl the second best league in the world that's we can say. It's like uh, yeah. maybe the KHL, right? Um, right. But a lot of uh, imports they like to go to the to the national league in Switzerland. It's well paid. It's a good level. And is that uh, the Davoses that's and the, exactly, you, that you see this yeah, at exactly. the Spangler Cup, yes, right? Yeah, yes. Okay. Okay. So, so, so that are the fourteen teams that are really have the big budget. That's the big teams. Then we have a one league below. That's the Swiss league. Smaller budget, but still professional. But um, not as good, mm. and then the third division is the my it's called my hockey league now because it's uh, it's always the name of co- from the sponsor, yeah. And that's a semi pro league. And That's where my the team is that I'm president right. of. It's like a se- semi pro means really like I have some players that are you know they don't earn much. Huh? It's like uh, they m- earn max between like five hundred dollar uh, and a thousand maybe mm. a month that's it during season. So that's, it's not much. They, yeah. they cannot really live off that. So I have like some players that are young guys, like 20 year olds who only focus on hockey. They, they do that basically full time because their goal is to still become pro. And the mm-hmm. league, the right. my hockey league, the third division league, that semi pro league is kind of like a springboard. So it's a development league. Dev- yeah. It's kind of like for guys who, who want to still make the step okay. you know, to pro. And then, i have a we have some players that were pro and now they they stop being pro and they work so a lot of guys they work hundred percent eighty percent or fifty percent and they still play so it's a semi pro league it's uh twelve teams and um and as I, it's semi pro is also for the staff like I, I do that as a volunteer i'm I'm a volunteer president right. So I'm responsible for the whole organization. It's not only that one team. We have also a whole junior movement from like five year olds to um, to twenty to under the uh, under twenty mm-hmm. team. So we have about three hundred members all together. And I have uh, one um, GM. He's like he works like twenty to thirty percent. Has like a he gets a salary. Yeah. And the coach from the first team, he's about thirty percent, part time uh, works for us. And and that's about it, that's about it, you know. And uh, and it's a very it's a good league. I have there's no maybe that's also interesting to know. We have in the national league in the highest league we are allowed to have six imports. Mm-hmm. Now it's new for the seasons. There's 28 Canadians right now playing in Switzerland. Uh there's also Swedes and Finns and all kinds of stuff. The Slovaks, Czechs. In the Na- Swiss league, there's two imports allowed. And in the my hockey league in the third, there's no imports allowed. Oh, so we have to Mm -hmm. play. We are only allowed to play Swiss. I have though in our team. I have three Canadians, but they all have Swiss passports. Swiss Swiss passports. passports. Yeah, because I always search online. You know, I search (laughs) guys uh, on Elite Prospects and I Google and everything. I search. You know, if there's guys who who have double citizenship, they they can they can come play. And I have Mm -hmm. like three young guys. You know, they take that as a chance, show themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah. and which is kind of cool
1: and um especially if it's development and you yes, can have yes. a life playing hockey it doesn't you have to be in canada or the states absolutely i mean absolutely. we went to prague in in june and it's a three-hour bus ride to austria yeah. and we tried to go to the swiss but it was a nine-hour bus ride and we only had a it's, weekend so yeah. it was like a train ride but it's like everything is so close you can it's it's like the maritimes like living in alberta three-hour drive i'm still in alberta here a three-hour <laughs> drive like, yeah. i'm in halifax yep. i'm in pei yep. I, you know it's just yep. it's everything's so close so for a kid thinking of continuing his career and you're able to email him i mean why wouldn't you take the chance no, to go it's, it's, over there in swiss right
2: that's the thing I and mean, you know what if, if any if ever there's a guy listening who has like yeah. double citizenship he can contact me uh, he needs about <laughs> junior a or junior major junior a level that
1: so what is the age group
2: the age group is like, uh, from. I have like the youngest, probably 19, and the oldest is uh, 43, actually. Oh, wow. Jeez. Four, Yager, but, younger oh, Yager style. Yeah, but that's <laughs> a, it's a funny story, too. It's, the guy is, um, is a, actually is a, a Russian Yeah. who lived the last 15 years in the Ukraine. So when the war started, he had to flee the country. And so he has a refugee status in Switzerland. Wow. And because they have a refugee status, he, he doesn't count as an import. Because he's not really an import we didn't get him he, he came here as a refugee and he played five years khl or six years and he won the spangler cup with uh i think it was dinamo uh dinamo minsk i think yeah. he won the spangler cup 2009 he's still a very good player he's 43 years old Jeez. and it's it's kind of cool to have him mm. you know it's like uh,
1: i think that was ovechkin's team
2: could be i don't know i, don't I think sure. they're yeah. the blue I, I think
1: they're the blue and white could
2: be i know he won the, and he made the, actually made the deciding goal in 2009 at the spangler cup final hmm. so it's huh. kind of cool for that for our i think for our league you know it's kind of gives a little bit uh, a little glamour Do you well yeah it's a it's
1: a ticket sales league <laughs> yeah, yeah. um what like how big is the arena that you guys play in like compared like, to the avenue center yeah, it's like it smaller like you know
2: it? like a like in the national league that's about it's similar like the the my home, the, the team where I like the national league team mm-hmm. Beal, where Miles came from. Yeah. There, the arena is about seven thousand seats, seven thousand two hundred fifty or something. Very modern, very new. Also, a similar style like the Avenir Center. Not, not such a nice uh, locker room. <laughs> like this is amazing. I mean, that's like uh, yeah, it works. That's yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> <No>. really cool <laughs> that they have here and then the the leagues below they have like three four thousand and the the rink um from lease has two i can fit two thousand five hundred i mm. think but it but that's really then it's packed huh? yeah I mean, it's yeah. really packed like yeah. the most we have nor we have between 500 in and it and maybe once the playoffs like to a thousand thousand five hundred
0: hmm. yeah. i was just looking at the roster there's a name that kind of looks familiar to me marco cavallari
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Did, he, did he used to play in, in, yes. in the queue? Yes. Okay, I, I thought he so, yeah.
2: In, I think he was in Victoriaville. Okay, I yeah. yeah that's, he played I, in queue. He's
0: yeah. the only name that yeah. popped that. Yeah. Uh, he CEO, recognized? I, yeah. yeah, the only name I recognized, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's, that's, he's, that's pretty he's neat.
2: Like one of his typical players, yeah. he, he had a pro, He has a pro contract uh-huh. with, um, with Basel. Basel is in the Swiss League, and we are a partner team. With Basel. So, okay. you know, they sometimes give us some players, and he's Marco is one of the guys they give us to to play, um, mm. you know, get more ice time. Mm. And he's a really super cool kid, very nice guy and a very good player. Yeah, I, was yeah. just, so, I was going through yeah. the roster. I was like, yeah. where yeah. do, I, no, where no, do I, I know his <laughs> name from? Yeah. I think he was in Victoriaville.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. that sounds about yeah. right because they've a few years ago, Victoriaville would find these random players and I didn't know where they came from. Yeah. And yeah, that must be. It's got to be where I know him yeah. from. So,
1: yeah. so is it like a small territory? That, like you only have a certain area that you can look, or you can look all over Switzerland I can for look all over Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. So, how much yeah. of your time is taken up on what the general manager looking for players? Yeah. And...
2: Like um, actually, um, as I said, I have I have I have a, I have a, ch- a GM also. I yeah. have a guy who's the this, this sports the director of sports sports basically. Yeah. He's like the guy who who searches player, but of course I help also. Mm-hmm. And I would say it takes the whole thing, takes me probably like 10 to 20 percent a week, which is still because I don't get yeah. paid for that, it's right? It's just real, it's real, only volunteer, yeah. And uh, but it's it's a lot of fun, I have to say. It's a lot of work, but it's fun and it's 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 still rewarding, you know. It's rewarding if you can build up something you have. We have in the last four years, we still managed to get like four or five players in the pro, and that's cool too, you know, if you if you can do that. And uh, no, it's 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 Great thing, yeah. mm. but it's a lot of work. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: yeah, especially when it's like it's not your regular gig. It's no, it's, volunteer, it's not. It's so really volunteer. Yeah, you got to find yeah. the the time to do it. Yeah. So, um, I is it is Miles looking to come like when he comes back after his Q career? Is that something he wants to continue playing on, or is it the, yeah, it's up know, like, to him where he wants to go? No, let's, the,
0: let's get to the NHL draft first.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. That's a, what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I mean,
2: of course, the goal would be uh, to stay in North America. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um. And but it isn't, like long
1: after he can play in that league when you know he's oh, yeah. done and over and here the, right like absolutely. there's no and, and okay. you know
2: there's um uh, there's also uh, possibilities always also national league yeah and uh, and that's a good league too and it's well paid I have to say in Switzerland they pay well but I mean you don't you want to in some way, you want to stay here. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like you know, it's like the, you develop more and so. But he's gonna if 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 ever he has the, the possibility and and so I think he's gonna stay the next couple years here. Um, yeah, and he developed so much. I have to say in the last two years, it's yeah. uh, and I think that's that's the thing. You, if you play with, it's, as he said it, I think in an interview actually the, the juniors, if you play with the best, you get better. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think that's uh, that's how it has to be. And I think he's going to stay the next couple two three years. He, I think he could even make three years still because he's a late born. Mm. I think, uh, but at least two he can make. I know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, the World Juniors are in Sweden next year, so next year in Sweden, a little bit easier yeah. trip for you guys to for, make. For, yeah, So
2: <laughs> once the whole family who can go, yeah. like His sisters can come also. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. Yeah.
1: That's, uh, I mean, it's just it's so neat to, you know, we have different media members, but to actually get a parent that goes through that, like what's the what's the experience of watching your son playing yeah. the World Juniors. So I'm sure you guys watched it growing up over in, in Switzerland and stuff. And I know time-wise, you're watching these games at midnight. Like, how hard is it to follow <laughs> the Wildcats yeah. when games start seven in here? They're, at, I it's think, midnight, midnight over midnight. there unless it's on a Sunday. Like, yeah. how hard is it to actually follow this team when you're over there even to watch them?
2: Yeah, I know it is. I mean, it's not it's not difficult to follow because we oh – I yeah, can watch I can stream it. We can yeah, watch it, yeah. you know. And, um, I mean, first to come here, of course, I was – it was an amazing experience. And I have to say, like, the whole world, this world's there was it was everything was perfect. Like, mm-hmm. I had to, you know, the organization, the, the, the ambiance, like, the, the people, like, just having... Just the, the pre-tournament game against Canada, you know, like, that was such a great thing. And I don't know if you know, I don't know if I told you that before. You know, I went to see the pre-tournament game, and I took a ticket, and I had the ticket right next to the penalty box. Mm-hmm. And the first guy who comes in the penalty box was Miles. <laughs> I was literally sitting... <laughs> At the window of the box and he comes in. He was angry, he's like making his head. know, he sits there. He doesn't see me. <laughs> I'm pictures, and people were around me like, is that your son? I'm like, yes. People started taking pictures, you know, and he was there. Like, it's like, and it was his 18th birthday. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, at least know. I said, you know, I, yeah. I said, like, you know, and then after the game. He just did that him, for
1: camera time. He, he I was, think like, so, he was yeah. like, I'm going to take a penalty <laughs> yes. and get on camera <laughs> yeah. and get on TV. I'll I risk my so. place on the team to <laughs> take a penalty <laughs> on my birthday. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, but it's funny, you know, after the game, I told him, I said, hey, did you realize that for – Two minutes. I was sitting r- literally next to you. Yeah. And he's like, "No, when?" I'm like, "When you had the penalties?" <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so no. But it's yeah, that was a great experience. And then uh, the question you ask, you know, with following uh, the monk and the Wildcats, we're like, um, uh, we like, we, I watch every game. Okay. And uh, I mean, yeah, I guess you don't have to watch it live. You can watch uh, it. Uh, no, but the I next watch morning. it live. You know, and I, I'm tired. I, it's true. It's like you know, it's midnight, and it's, when it's in Quebec, it's one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes I said, you know what? I'm not going to watch this. I'm going to be, I have to get up tomorrow. I have to be at work at seven or something, you know. (laughs) But then I'm in bed. I'm like, you know, and I take my phone. I'm checking like, uh, you know, I can't. It's like, uh, you have to. It's Mm -hmm. like, uh, it's, it's really hard. Like I could not watch it, not watch it. And so uh some I'm sometimes a little bit tired after the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You take a you take a couple extra holiday days just <laughs> yeah, to, sleep to sleep after the season, but... which I, I that's what I said to Layla when we were in Prague, like the Memorial Cup was there. Like it was going on here when it yeah. was there and you know, A St. John was in there so I really didn't care. But like nine, ten o'clock I'm like, Oh yeah, the game's <laughs> two hours from now nope i guess so. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean i had no invested interest in it but no, i mean but... i guess if we'd have been over there in moncton would have had to would have been in the tournament maybe i'd be up at 1201 but yeah. it's just like being a sports fan over there for north american teams it's oh, got to yeah, be yeah. tough especially when like you yeah. said you're laying there you're like uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> i'm already up so i might as well just watch it right yeah. absolutely yeah
0: um. Obviously, uh, like I said earlier, Miles. Uh, it's a late birthday, so it's kind of is his, his NHL draft year. Um. Yeah. You know, we, we went through the central scouting rankings yesterday. Didn't see his name, but have there been any conversations? You know that you know of of, you know, maybe uh, maybe a team uh, or two that are, have interest. I,
2: I think, I think Miles had some contact with some teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I know so you. Can't, guessing, I know you yeah. can't say yeah. much yeah. about it, yeah. but uh, yeah. that that's. Uh, I just thought I'd ask.
1: Yeah. Well especially when you're on on in the world junior stage, right like yeah. it's that's a scouting yeah. hub for all yes. these kids, yeah. especially the ones that are yeah. going to be to be drafted so yeah. did you know a lot of the fans that were i mean obviously you knew the depons but like yeah, the over B- the ten S- days like you obviously connect with the Swiss Some, fans, yeah. but did you know them coming in like the the Biaskas and
2: uh, i didn't know the Biascas i I knew that the, the the Parents that have from the kids who had a who were born 2004 mm-hmm. because Miles played with them before at the Linka Cup uh, a year or two ago, like uh, in the summer, I think it was two years ago. Um, mm-hmm. with uh, like uh, Dionicho Rodwin, like the, his father, the yeah. father I knew, mm-hmm. I knew the go- uh, of course, I know the father from uh, Alessio Beglieri, the the goalie because they're both from the same team. We mm-hmm. you know, they're we, li- we live in the same town, the backup goalie, right? The backup goalie, yeah. yeah. And so the 2004 parents, them, them I knew. The 2003s, I didn't really know. Like, right. uh, I, I no, because we never. We it's it's funny because yeah, because they were always a year older, so there was always like this. Uh, it's the first time that they're in the same age group. Mm-hmm. So,
1: do you know the type? Like, oh, of course, you yeah. know the table and stuff bells, like, of course, like playing yes, together.
2: Because he was a two, 2004. Mm-hmm. Then I met also already before. Yeah, at, uh, when they had the national team uh, get together. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, I was wondering like how different like from afar you guys are and playing in different club teams, and then because it's not like Canada where you play yeah with your group and then you go play AAA and then you go play U15s yes. and stuff like that. So yeah. were there more fans that showed up as the tournament went on, or was that the group that was kind of together? Like were there packages there, from?
2: There were some more parents showing up after a while, right? But uh, it was basically like this. It so was about what's up, twenty, thirty people, I think, mm-hmm. it was about that group, yeah.
1: was. it was a lot of fun to sit in that group. Is Is that kind of a microcosm of what games are over there in Switzerland? Like always, like, the atmosphere from the Avenir Center, which you've seen a couple, to games in Switzerland with your team or other teams, like, what is the, like, was it a microcosm (laughs) from the?
2: Yeah, no, I think, like, the, you know, the big difference, you might have seen it when you watched the Spangler Cup. Mm -hmm. Um, The big difference is, 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 like, it's just, like, You have only seats here. And in Switzerland, if you even if you make a new rink, you need some standings. Because some the the the, say like the some fans they say, we're not gonna sit, we're gonna stand. They bring their flags, they bring the drums, and they chant for the whole like sometimes for the whole uh game. And this is the big difference, you know, like this really and they bring big flags, they make sometimes like choreographies, like with big posters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and no it, it's like yeah. it, it's really funny like uh it's and and it's, yeah when you have canadian players who come to switzerland they're often surprised you know yeah. they but they love it because it's like the they it, it i mean it pumps you up if the mm. whole you know everybody starts singing and chanting and and sandra always things like oh my god they're loud you know like <laughs> uh, this is crazy <laughs> you know, like, but um but it's that's the thing that's the big difference you see you might see them in soccer you know when you see mm-hmm. european yeah, soccer yeah. yeah that's very similar in the in the People, they they chant, they, they drum, and they have flax, you know. Like.
1: You hear that, Avenir Center? <laughs>
2: it's fun. It's loud it's, yeah.
1: it's just one of those things. I've been beating the drum for four or five years just to let people get loud. And if you let them, they still have to do it. And it that's what yeah. I really enjoyed. And we talked about it before the World Juniors Germany's like, I'm there for the Latvian fans. Yeah. I'm there for the, the yeah. Austrian fans, like the Czech fans, like all <laughs> they, of them, because it's this, such yeah, a different yeah, – yeah such a different atmosphere and that, that massive bell that I think the day ponds, was that yes. their bell or was that? that was, I
2: think it was their bell and that's something typical. You know, whenever the Swiss are somewhere in, uh, like at the Olympics or so, you always bring the cow bells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the cow is kind of like our national animal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Things you learn on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> maybe I'll fact check that one but uh, <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> so you guys got any plans to come Back and then, like around the playoff time, or is this kind of like?
2: I have to see. After, after, I have to see if it would work and and stuff. I mean, somebody would like to. Yeah. Maybe even if it's just, like, for a week or so, you know. They have, have the like girls
1: a, been over? Like, has the whole family been over to watch them play or no, just the girls, you guys? No, the
2: girls have never been over yet. Because yeah. it was, you know, with the vacation, because they're still in school. Right. So, you know, you have to. School, to school. School, oh, shmuel. I, I agree. Shmuel. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you said before we started, they're asking you for homework. That's Send <laughs> it with them. Bring it down. Away we <laughs> exactly. go. But ha- they haven't been over here yet. No, not in Moncton.
2: No. No. Yeah. Yeah. no. So, uh, we, hopefully, we can do that once, yeah. Because I know they would like to, you know, they would like to come see him play also. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, But yeah, maybe for the playoffs, we'll see. It depends a little bit, you know, um, for work and all the stuff. Yeah.
1: Do they catch up on, like, do they watch the games live? So, well, not live, but do they watch the games they, keeping they f- up? And, they
2: follow the keeping up, yeah. uh, what he's doing. They're always asking uh, me, looking, like, oh, what did he do? And so mm-hmm. But they're not watching the games, no. like.
1: How big is your lease, the town you live in?
2: I'm not. I'm actually not living in Lees. I'm okay. living in in Beal. Okay. is like a town next, to, like nearby. Okay. Lees has about eighteen thousand. Inhabitants in, in Beale, where we're from, actually, is about 60,000. 60, 60,000? Yeah.
1: That's oh, a okay. big difference, yeah. I thought it was maybe a small town. I was going to say, no. well like, do the girls get asked about Miles and Junior? Well, like, do a lot of
2: people know that yeah, Miles is over here? And... They know. And they, you know, especially the kids know. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, they follow each other on social media, and, and the girls get often asked, like, hey, is that your brother? And so, <laughs> you know, like, and now, and now, of course, when the Juniors, they were on TV. Yeah. And so there, it was, like, uh, some people, is that your brother? She came off No, She's like, Yeah, hey, somebody the teacher came. Is that your brother? You no, know, and so yeah. So, <laughs> That's,
1: nice That's awesome. Well, I mean obviously I think we've kinda of run out of questions. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's not the nicest day out as everyone will hear this and re- realize that you, we made this on a Saturday. So um just thanks for coming in and You're you know, welcome. we don't we, we don't have a chance you. to talk to parents a whole lot. Um, you because know, sometimes they may be a little bit on off of uh not wanting to be on camera yeah. right and you know Layla was saying that you've done broadcasting you've done yeah, yeah. podcasting and and stuff like that so that's why i reached out to you so i mean that's thanks nice. for a all your support in making us a worldwide podcast by listening yeah, over in t- switzerland you know,
2: i'm gonna th- now i'm gonna put it on our on our on our social media for release. i'm gonna tell them you know like so probably you have a little bit more listeners like for the next one <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean
1: obviously both you and sandra and the Tybels. i mean you're kind of i started this just for people in Moncton but now when you realize the impact it has on Mm. families who don't get to see the kids or don't get coverage all the time like it's just it's it's an honor to A have you in the studio and B thanks for all your all your gracious support
2: no thank you thank you and go on with your the good work you do Uh, for us it's also nice you know to listen uh, get some insights uh, far away you know (laughs) over the pond (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so that's cool thanks thanks for having me
1: no worries appreciate it
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast. (laughs)